This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. And so this morning we are looking at the seventh beatitude, which is, let's turn our Bible to Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. So we're looking at the seventh one. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. I read, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. I like you to omit your devices, and then let's read that together. Very, very important scripture. One, two, go. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Praise the Lord. Peace. Is the presence of calmness, it indicates calmness. Peace brings about progress and development. Peace tells us there is cessation of war. If you're going to define it, maybe academically or maybe in the academic environment or in the way you're talking about papers. Remember a course that I took and we, I won't forget that definition. They say peace is cessation of war. So that means when there is peace, there is no war. That is what that definition means. Now, brethren, if you look at the world around us today, one of the greatest problems that is in the war is war. I read recently of how the Americans, the president stood his ground now and gave reasons why he is going to withdraw American troops from Afghanistan. That they have sacrificed enough and that is not willing to sacrifice any more for the Afghans. But in that article, while reading it, he also made a statement that the Afghans should be able to stand for themselves. Peace. Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. Brethren, our God is a God of peace. Omit your device and say, say, our God is a God of peace. Say, my God is a God of peace. My God is the God of peace. Amen. Now, let's start. The peace are in levels. Number one level is you. Do you have peace in your mind? Let's move it next, your family. Is there peace in your home? Now let's move it gradually, the church. Is there peace 
in the church, your local church. Now let's go gradually. Is there peace in our community? Let's move on. Is there peace in our city? Is there peace in our province or whatever nation of the earth you might be right now? Is there peace in the nation? And is there peace in the world? You and I will agree that Jesus Christ has prophesied. He told us that one of the things we're going to see is the you know is nation rising up against nation as mark or as an indication that the coming of the Lord is at hand. Now, brethren, despite all the chaos in the world, as children of God, we are people of peace and we are supposed to exhibit peace in ourselves and also while relating with others. So if God is a God of peace, that means anyone that pursues peace, they shall be called what? The children of God. They shall be called what? The children of God. So if you are a peacemaker, your, new, your, your name, you can also be called the children of God. Now, the Bible tells us in the book of Philippians chapter 4, and I like, um, I like, I like Sister Yinka to read the book of Genesis for us. But let's look at Philippians, Genesis chapter 13. We're going to look at an example there of peace, of a man who pursues peace. Now, Genesis chapter, I mean, Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the God and the peace of God. So the God has a peace. And Jesus said, This this my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So when you pursue peace with God, when you reconcile with God, you reconcile with your family, you reconcile with the church, you reconcile with your brothers and sisters, you reconcile with your neighbor, then you shall be called the children of God, and the peace of God shall rule in your heart. Anyone with an unstable mind, the peace of God shall rule in your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, most people don't have peace, and thereby, whatever you don't have, you cannot give. Whatever a man does not have, he cannot give. So the question is, do you have peace? in your heart. I was talking to a lady just yes this uh, no um, yesterday late after, after the program and I was asking I said do you have peace in your heart? Now let's look at Genesis chapter 13. Now read from verse 1 up to uh, verse 12. Okay, sir. 
Genesis chapter 10, verse 1 says, So Abraham left Egypt and traveled through the Negev with his wife and everything he owned. Lot was also with them. At this time, Abraham was rich, was very rich. He had many animals and much silver and gold. Abraham continued. By this time next year, it will be said behind you, it will be said in front of you that you are very rich in gold, in silver, in gold, in the mighty name of Jesus. It will be said concerning me that I'm very rich in silver and in gold in the name of Jesus. And much more, we shall all be rich towards the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Abraham continued traveling around. He left and he gave and went back to Bethel. He went to the place between the city of Bethel and I, where he and his family had come before. This was where Abraham built an altar earlier, so he worshipped the Lord there. During this time, Lot was also traveling with Abraham. Lot had many animals in tents. Abraham and Lot had so many animals that the land could not support both of them together. The Canaanites and the Parasites were also living in this land at the same time. The shepherds of Abraham and Lot began to argue. So Abraham said to Lot, There should be no arguing between you and me or between your people and my people. We he are said, all brothers. In verse 7, And there was a strife. When there is strife, there is no peace. Between the handsmen of Abraham's cattle, and the enhancement of Lot cattle, and the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwell in the land. Verse, verse 8. And Abraham says, And Abraham says unto Lot, Let there be no strife. I pray thee between me and thee, and between my enhancement and thy enhancement. For we are one. Let's say it louder. Omit your divide. For we are one. Say, For we are brethren. For we are brethren. Amen. Go ahead. Should separate. You can choose any place you want. If you want to go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lot looked and saw the old Jordan Valley. He saw that there was much water there. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. At that time, the Jordan Valley all the way to Zohar was like the Lord's garden. This was good land, like the land of Egypt. So Lot chose to live in Jordan Valley. The two men separated and Lot began traveling east. Abraham stayed in the land of Canaan and Lot lived among the cities in the valley. Lot moved as far as Sodom and made his camp there. The Lord knew that the people of Sodom were evil sinners. Amen. Amen. Up to verse 12. Thank you. Yes, now, may you not move towards Sodom. You will not move toward destruction. You will not move toward destruction in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, now, blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. What is the lesson there? So the first one is that if you are a peacemaker, you love peace, then you are blessed. And people will say behind you and before you, oh, you are a child of God. Abraham and his, and his uh, nephew, Lot, God had blessed Abraham as he has promised him. 
And so because he has he was rich in cattle, you know, he's just like, as the Lord blesses me, everyone around me is blessed. My immediate family is blessed. Everyone, the church is blessed. Everyone. The same thing with your life when you are blessed. Everything around you is also blessed. I pray in the name of Jesus, the blessing of the Lord upon your life will overflow into your immediate family. It will overflow into your extended family. It will overflow into the church of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want you to unmute your device and say three times, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Amen. So, yes. brethren, now, so when we are blessed, everything around us is blessed also. So Abraham was blessed, by then it was Abraham, and the, the, the Lord who was in his company was blessed. So blessing upon Abraham, rob upon Lot. But then there was a quarrel. The land was not able to bear them. That means they have so much cattle, they have so much uh, material blessings, servants, that the land they had was beginning to get too small for them. And so the men of Abraham and the men of Lot, they began to fight in the field. And when Abraham heard about this and Lot, so Abraham called his nephew, who was like his younger brother or his son, because Abraham could give back to him anyway. Imagine, Abraham negotiated with somebody that he could give back to. He could have said, well, I'm going to deal with you. I'm going to show you that I am your uncle. Next time, you will know how not to disrespect others. Abraham did not say all of that. Despite an old man that he was, despite being, the father, being, being able to father a lot, he said, no. He said, and there was a strife between the entrance of Abraham's cattle and the entrance of lost cattle. And the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwell in the land. And Abraham said unto Lord, Abraham took the step, took the initiative. If you know that you are somebody, there's no peace. Take step to go and reconcile. Take step to reconcile. Is it between first? So the peace, like I said, is in level. The first peace that you are to focus on is within yourself. Is there, do I have peace in my heart now? Do you have peace in your heart? If the Lord tells you that, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming to, to end the war tomorrow, if he tells you, would you have peace in your heart? Brethren, peace is very, very crucial. A peaceful mind is a healthy mind. A peaceful mind is a healthy mind. A troubled mind is a troubled mind. A troubled mind is a troubled, I mean, it, a, a troubled man, yes, is a troubled mind as well. So if your heart is not, is troubled, then it troubles and the entire life. But if your heart is at peace, then your entire life is at peace. Then peace with others. Now, as we see, Abraham was called the child of God because he 
brings about peace between him and his younger brother. Beloved, oftentimes it is pride that will not allow people to pursue peace. Most especially if it is something about the junior. If it is something that has to involve people they are, you know, they are far older than. You say, me, how can I go and make peace with my younger brother? That is not the way my parents trained me. I wasn't brought up like that. I am not a fool. I don't want him to take me for a ride. Let him come and meet me. Then we will talk about peace. Hmm. That is not the way of God. If you want to be called a child of God, anyone that wants to disturb your peace, you have to take steps to make peace with that. There are some people who don't want peace. There are some people, they are agents of the devil. Yes, I'm aware of that. But you have to take your own step to make peace with everyone. Our father and the Lord told us of how when he newly became the general overseer around 81, 82, I believe 81, when he was made in the, uh, the, the general overseer of the church, again, remember he was young, perhaps the youngest, though educated, and all the elders that have been in the church, they thought they were going to be the next general overseer. So God boycotts them, just, the way, just like the way God boycotted um, uh, the Davis brothers, all the, the, so and so, and the so-called able men in the family. So God boycotted all the so-called able men in the church, all the so-called spiritual Jim Jim in the church and picked this young man who was also a, 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 a doctor of mathematics, of mathematics. Now, he said one of the elders began to pick offense with him for no reason. He began to fight him on every front, physically, spiritually. Now, he said that one day, the Lord told him, go and beg him. Ideally, what we come to our mind is, how can I go and beg a man I did not offend? If you want to make heaven, brethren, if you want to be called a child of God, you must learn to make peace with others. It doesn't matter their age. It doesn't matter who they are. At least take your own step to reconcile with your brother. If you are listening, Unmute your devices and shout, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Unmute your device and shout a big Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. So, beloved, he said eventually he went and said, to, I'm sorry for anything that has happened between you and I. I am very sorry. Please forgive me. Remember, he wasn't at fault. It wasn't him, but he still went to say he was sorry. Can you do that? Many of us are still claiming our writing now. That's why there is crisis. And one thing we have forgotten is that the crisis in the life of your neighbor rubs on you if you don't make peace with them. 
Husband and wife make peace with one another. It is both of you that are involved where you don't have peace. And by extension, your children, your household. Parents, make peace with your children. Brethren in the church, stop keeping malice with each other. And we'll be shouting, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Sometimes God just do like this. If you are doing all of that, and there is malice, there is somebody you are holding your mind. Jesus Christ said, leave the temple, go and reconcile. Brethren, we must be peacemakers. Don't allow pride to send you to hell or to send anyone to hell. Humble yourself and make peace with everyone around you. If you want to make peace, you must let go whatever has happened. And also, don't, don't be excited when you see two people quarreling. You say, I said it. I said it. Ah, I told, I said it before. Anything like that that I see, it surely come to pass. That is a good, that is not a good thing you are seeing. It is not a bad thing that you should be excited about. You should be a peacemaker. When you hear two people that are logger here, your, your step will be, what can I do to reconcile them? When you do all of this, then you are blessed, and then people will call you the children of God. And it is only the children of God that will make heaven. I want you to bow down your head this morning. I want you to first of all appreciate him. Say, Father, I thank you for your word of life that you have sent unto me this morning. Open your mouth and appreciate him. King of King, Lord of Law, I am that I am, covenant keeping God. I bless your name. I thank you for your word of life. Are you here this morning? You don't have peace in your mind. You don't have peace in your home. You don't have peace in your family. And Jesus is able to do it. And you want to accept Jesus? You need to accept him into your life so that there can be peace. You can say, repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you this morning as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Please, Lord Jesus, restore your perfect peace into my heart. In any way I've offended you that brings any form of disquietness in my spirit, please forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, I bless your name this morning for your children, for drawing us again together, bringing your word to us that if we, if we pursue peace, then we are your children. Please help us to be like Abraham in words, indeed, in the name of Jesus. Help us to pursue peace in the name of Jesus. Is there any home, is there any heart that is, that is, that is not, that is, at, that is going through any form of crisis right now? I command every storm to cease in the name of Jesus. I pray for every heart, every home that may be troubled between husband and wife, between children. In the name of Jesus, the peace of God rule in your heart, in your home, in your marriages. In the name of Jesus, I pray for every one of you. In the name of Jesus, you shall be peacemaker.
And I pray for you, you will not miss the kingdom of God. I shall be a peacemaker. I will not miss the kingdom of God. As you go out today, shall be well with you. In Jesus' most glorious name, we are praying.